You're listening to Pretty Extreme Podcast. I'm PX, and this is our first episode, and it's going to be really, really amazing because we have the first episode really spontaneous. I wasn't even supposed to be off today for work, but I took the day off to take care of some house bullshit, and Birdman came to my rescue because he needs to help me haul my sofa. So that is our first official episode with Birdman. Birdman is in the building. How you doing? What's up, everybody? <laughs> I think people probably thought Birdman was the cat because you could hear the cat just going meow, meow. So this is being recorded at the Hilton in San Jose, <laughs> and um, we're in the presidential suite right the now. Presidential yeah. suite. Well, I think the president actually stays at the Fairmont when he comes to you know the Bay Area. Oh, this but is the we'll vice, say it's the vice president. The vice president. <laughs> <laughs> and you know. It's so funny. Uh, I wanted to. I've been wanting to start a podcast, and I've been so lazy. But all these periodic events, I feel like signs kind of tell me to do things. You ever have that? Yeah, man? yeah. And I felt yeah. like this was a sign. He was telling this story, and I'm like, this is such a good story. I have to start this podcast, and no better way to start it with the official Birdman. People are gonna probably start hating on you, hating on me. <laughs> I'm like, why would you guys start a podcast? But. Um, actually, it's just a correction. I already talked to Birdman. This is my podcast, and it's an honor to have him here as the first guest. Thank you very much. It's always fun. I always have a good time with PS. We talk a lot of crap to each we other. We do. It's all in love. It's all in love. Yes. And and we just recently did a show out in Salinas. Yep, that was fun. It was a fundraiser for the uh, mayor. He's running for mayor, or he's he or he is mayor. Something like that. <laughs> I don't even remember. I didn't get all the details. I got booked at the last minute, so I just shot out there to do a set. No, and that worked out because Pete yeah. told me that you were out there. So Pete Munoz, uh, we did a show, Birdman, uh, out in Salinas, and it was for a fundraiser. And Birdman crushed it right uh, at the top of the show. Were you the first comic? I was the first one, yeah. Yeah. And then we show up, and I think – some other comic goes up and then I go up after and I'm up there and I'm dropping like F-bombs and like saying like inappropriate things. And I'm during my set, I'm thinking, wait, I probably shouldn't be saying this stuff because this is like a mayor, you know, fundraiser benefit. And then I thought about Birdman going up before me and I was like, nah, I can say whatever the fuck I want because Birdman just went up. So if you haven't heard of Birdman, you can definitely check him out on Facebook, Instagram. What's your handles? On Facebook, it's just Jaime Birdman Acosta. On Instagram, it's the Birdman of SJ, all one word. And then I do have a few clips up on uh, what's that? YouTube under Jaime Acosta. You can see a picture of me. With You're the, the only Jaime Acosta. Well, no, there's there's some other ones, but there's a picture of me with the uh, I'm wearing a hat, green shirt, and my bird sitting on my shoulders. So and your bird, Paco. Is named Paco, which is funny because they call you Birdman, but your bird is Paco. Do you ever do a set with uh, Paco? Yeah, 
I have. I've took him to a couple of shows. Nice. And he sits on my shoulder just chilling. Does he ever do something crazy like during your set where he just, I'm sure he gets laughs. He, he'll laugh. If he hears the audience laughing, he'll, he'll, laugh. he'll laugh. And they then that gets then, him going even yeah. more. They're like, what a trip. So, yeah. How's, how's Paco doing, by the he, way? He's good now. He's going to be 15 years old in Damn. May. Next May, he'll be 15. I've had him that long. You've I've had, had him since he was a baby? I've had him since he was six months. Since he was six months. And uh, that's like pretty much your child. Yeah. You yeah. know what's funny? I've gotten to arguments behind him at bars. I was at the uh, Cinnabar like probably five years ago, and I have him in there with me. We're sitting there. We walk in. There's this girl. She's got ample cleavage showing, right? <laughs> I like how Birdman was professional about that uh, description. Go on. <laughs> and, and so the girl's like, hey, that's a beautiful bird. Can I pet your bird? And he's an umbrella cockatoo, okay? So this helps with the story. So she's petting him, and her boyfriend's really amazed. Like, wow, what a trip. Because he went to her immediately. He went, goes to her arm, and she's really tripping out. So her boyfriend goes, or her husband, whatever he is, goes, I got to go to the bathroom. He goes to the bathroom. When he comes back, Paco has his head, nose between her cleavage. Wait, the bird went with the girl? No. He went to the bathroom. She's standing there with me petting Paco. Her boyfriend. Oh, goes her to boyfriend. The, yeah, right. Oh, okay. So when he comes back, I thought the bird went with her. Too. I was like, why would the bird go with him? No, that would be fucked. That'd be a little off let, right there. You like, gonna let your kid go with that stranger into the woman's bathroom? Mom, <laughs> yeah. come out all fucking wet. <laughs> the bird. <laughs> Talking about eating clams and shit. <laughs> That's the bird bat I was waiting for. All right, go ahead. So when he comes out, he's got Paco's got his head between her cleavage, like he's motorboating and shit. And the dude goes, hey, what's up with your bird? I'm like, what do you mean, bro? He goes, look at your fucking bird. I'll be doing my tits. I go, hey, dude, you're going to be mad at a bird? He's like, yeah, motherfucker. He goes, let's go outside. I go, for what? He goes, so I can beat your ass. Like, you're going to want to beat my ass. Because he was a big dude. Like, you're going to beat my old ass over a bird. I go, you know what, bro? I go, maybe if you, you know, if you had your own cock, she'd want to pet it, too. And he's like, what do you mean? I go, well, he's a cockatoo, bro. She's just petting my cock. I don't know. Uh, why you know what I mean? And, it, and he kind of just like. Uh, did you fight? No. Oh. But I just, you know what I mean? I confront like, dude, like, really? What are you going to get mad about? It's a bird. Yeah. Is he going to get mad at all the puppies that she pets? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tell her to hide her titties in. <laughs> Paco likes titties. That's funny. Which, by the way, uh, Paco bit me twice. I gave him a second chance. And I held him again. And that motherfucker bit me so hard. It's because you wouldn't let him get in your cleavage. No, that's not even why. Like, I, I don't think, I think he was jealous, like you were saying, because it was right when my girls pulled up. Was I think that was the first time he bit me. And my girls pulled up, and then he was like bobbing his head up and down. And then, ah, ah, and I was like, oh, look, girls. And I'm like, wait, okay, hold on. And then they were wanting to get closer and closer, but I think it was, they, got, they came up a little too fast. And then that's when the fucking bird bit me. And I was like, ah, and I'm like trying well, to. Because you know what it is? He wants, he's a trip like that. He wants all the attention. So like when you're giving them all that attention, like in other words, if your daughters were here at the same time that I brought them, this, that wouldn't have happened because he would have been like, but okay. because I, he has my attention. Yeah. yeah and, I, and I could sense that. So then that's why I gave him another chance. And I, and I fucking held him again. And they, but both times, I mean, I can't really get mad at him. He's a fucking. Bird. But what I think it is, and I'm not trying to be racist. I think he's just like, hey, aren't these the kind of people that eat cockatoos? I'm like, I don't Shut fuck, up. You know? No, I'm like, no, they eat dogs, dude. They eat dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't eat birds, they yes, eat dogs. So. Yeah, so the bird's safe. <laughs> the bird is safe. 
think I was going to dress him up as a chicken for Halloween, but I live in a dominantly black neighborhood. Oh, that's everybody guy. They're going to be like, trick or treat. I'm like, no, he's not up for a treat, motherfuckers. Okay. All right. Well, that's a little intro of Birdman. Um, you're based out of San Jose. Yes, ma'am. Uh, we've known each other since I've been doing comedy. I've been doing comedy for about six years. That's how long I've known you. Yeah. But uh, you said you've been doing comedy since for how long? Probably about 2011, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. 2011 is when I, I got the itch. So it's 2008. So seven years seven ago. Seven years, yeah. Seven years. I itch. thought it was eight years, yeah. It's and I, eight and, years. And March of next year will be eight years. Eight, I started in... Uh... Oh, wait. No, did I start? I started in... Yeah, I want to say I started in March. Yeah, I started in March, too. But six, so I'm like a year right behind. But on that note, we're going to take a quick break, um, and then we'll be right back. I might just edit that out, but we are back. We are back. Took a quick little break. Um, only eight minutes into the episode. <laughs> That's how lazy we are. <laughs> so okay, I want to I do a quick intro as to how this all went down. Again, I, I had to take care of my house stuff, which Birdman made a pretty good point because... I got a, a citation or I got cited uh, for this thing outside of my house. I live in a I live in the Hilton and outside the Hilton, there's <laughs> supposedly this thing that needs to be repaired. I got a notice back in August, but it was summertime, you know, and I got some of the other items that I was being uh, charged for violating or I, I don't know if it's a charge. It's, it's pretty much saying that if I don't fix this, I can get kicked out of my my area right out of where the Hilton I can get kicked out of the Hilton and so um I got some of the stuff fixed one of the items I completely forgot now mind you we're now officially in November and I completely forgot to complete this task now I get a, a notice that within seven days the task must be completed or I will be out within uh I'll be out by 60 days I have to be out and I own part of the Hilton, so I guess you could say <laughs> I'd have to, like, remove part of the Hilton away from the Hilton. I'm saying Hilton. They're, they're not our sponsors. They're not in any way affiliated. But if Hilton wants to give us some free rooms, right, free accommodations, I'm pretty sure me and Birdman would be happy to oblige that. But anyways, hence why Birdman is here. I already told Birdman I need, need to get rid of my sofa. And uh, he's like telling me some bullshit, like call the dumpster people, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They're, and I'm a dumbass. I, I, I waited too soon. It takes 24 hours for them to take the trash out. Even though my garbage day is now, it's like, just call that people in the walkie talkie and be like, hey, this bitch put out a sofa, grab that shit too. No, we're going to make her wait a week <laughs> to go grab the garbage. But anyways, Birdman's here to help me with my sofa. And on top of that, I asked him about the mobile home park thing. Uh, fuck. Hilton, Hilton, <laughs> Hilton, <laughs> and um, now he's gonna try to help me with that. Uh, I I I bought three years ago, and Birdman helped me finish my floors. And you went to, I think you did a show in Vegas. Yeah, I that, went to Vegas, kicking with Edwin San Juan. Yes, yeah. yes, and so um, there's gonna be a lot of name dropping here. There's a lot of comics that I look up to that you look up to, but I wanted to kind of get to the beginning and Birdman is such, has such an amazing story to hear. Cause if you know Birdman, he's like this Vatos Locos forever type of dude, <laughs> <laughs> and, but he's such a genuine good guy. So I want to start from the beginning, uh, how you started doing comedy. Uh, you were telling me, um, you watched comedy jam. Yeah. I watched, uh, my mom texted me. She's like, Hey, 
She knows I love to laugh. And she also knows I really love supporting Latin comics. Like, I remember watching Paul Rodriguez way back in okay. the days in movies. Name drop. And then when he, um, when he, when I started seeing his stand-up, I'm like, wow, this dude, he's fucking funny. And back when I was doing time, there's people telling me, like, hey, bro, you should be doing stand-up. I'm like, nah, you got to be an actor first. So I never really put any thought into it. So how much time did you actually do? And were you in jail or were you in prison? Because there's a big Jails and prison. So you were in both. And when you were in prison, how long were you in for? My first term, they gave me six years. I did four and a half. Damn. No, no going out. No, no. All my 20s and 30s, I spent either in a jail or in prison somewhere. Which worries me because now me and Birdman are at the Hilton. (laughs) <laughs> with, there's nothing to worry with, about uh, you know what people I'm with you know my that. animals yeah. Yeah. You know what? but Birdman's a good guy he's a good guy so I, I no and that's what I'm saying like you're living proof that people can change they can change that lifestyle and I, I'm assuming you do like group speeches or group you know what advocacies. I would love to I would love to be able to start mentoring you should you because you know what I'm going to tell you guys right now, whoever's listening in, I don't know if this is live or how this is going to work. This isn't live. This. Okay, well, for those of you that are going to listen to this recording, yeah, I'm always down to talk to anybody's kid if you see that they're walking down the wrong path because the life I lived, the places I went, I don't wish that upon anybody, even if they make major mistakes. You know, we all make mistakes. And it's up to you whether you want to learn from it or not. I've learned from my mistakes. I'm done. I'm done with that lifestyle. I'd rather make people laugh than be sitting in a jail. So is that your outing? Is that your? Is that what made you change your lifestyle once you started doing comedy? Yeah, pretty or much. watching comedy? Yeah, pretty much. Now that I got into it, it's like I got involved with something. Like, it's a trip now. Like, people are like, oh, hey, there's the bird man. Like, hey, what's up? It's a sign. In the past, it was like, oh, hey, there's that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Collect your purse, do whatever. And yeah. like, <laughs> Collect your purses. Fuck. Like, <laughs> and you didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. I got tired, man. And honestly, now I've been out making amends and, and trying to give back to what I've taken away from, yeah. which was society as a whole by doing the stupid shit that I did. And I'm, you know what I mean? I'm trying to give it back not only through comedy, but just changing. Like, nothing changes if nothing changes. So... You started doing comedy about seven years ago. Seven it's going to be eight years in March. Yeah. Um, and what was it? Uh, how old are you now? 53. So 53. So you were like 46, 47? 46, 47, yes. Okay. 46, yeah. And so how were you then? Who was Birdman then, 10 years ago? Let's, fly, let's fast. Let's I was still about back. I was still about the banging. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. I was like. Were you in? In jail or prison during nope. that time? Nope. No. Okay. How I long got, have you been I actually out? I've been out since 1999. Okay. I've been home since 99. All right. No, that's that's awesome. So actually, I got like 20 years, right? Uh, eight, 19 years of, of freedom right now. And people go like, why do you, why is it? Some people seem to think that I act a little immature because of the way I am. But it's because you never lived exactly. that Exactly. Some people don't get that. Like, when you go in, time stops for you because it's a whole different atmosphere. It's a whole different world. Yeah. It's a whole different setting. It's stuff stuff that transpires in there is something you don't sit at the dinner table and talk about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And well, because you lived this life. Yeah, and 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 you know, that life that I lived, some people think like, okay, you don't really get anything out of it. Well, you can 
if you look at it for what it really is, it's a lesson. It's a lesson and it's a hard lesson because you're like, okay, you keep making these bad decisions. The more bad decisions you make, the more consequences you pay. I've met lifers. And I remember this one man when I was in Salon, I mean, uh, Avenal in 99, right before I was getting out in 99. He was telling another gentleman, he's like, yeah, he goes, you know what? He goes, I'm going to be free real soon. And I went up to him. I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to burglarize your conversation. But like, what do you mean? He was a kid. He goes, I've been locked up since 1957. <laughs> he goes, they gave me two life sentences. He goes, the only way I'm going to be free is when I die. He goes, I'm sick. He goes, I can't wait to die. He goes, so I'm finally free. I looked at him. I shook his hand. I told him, thank you. He goes, thank you for what? I go, for waking me up. And that's when I realized I'm done with all this stupid shit. Because he didn't want to die. I didn't want to die in prison. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and all these so-called homies out on the streets, and no offense to the ones that are solid, but there's a lot of people out there that, that are fake. They don't have your back. You come out, it's just the same old shit. And it's just the same old cycle. So like I said, nothing changes if nothing changes. So I, when I got out that time, it was a matter of three days I had a job. I was working. I started going back to school, doing what I had to do, you know. And and I never, like I said, I never really thought about doing comedy. But like seven years ago, my mom sent me a message telling me to watch the Pastor Comedy Channel. All right, so I checked it out. And, uh, you know, uh, shit. Edwin San Juan was up on there. My boy. You're George. watching this from your house. Yeah. yeah. My boy, George Perez. And then Joey Coke. And how do you know George Perez? I met him through a show. That you came to watch. After this. Yeah. Right. It's a trip. So I'm seeing these guys and I see that dude, George, he gets up and he says, yeah, you know what? I just got out of jail again. People are laughing. And then he brings up some other shit about throwing soups under the doors and I can relate to all this because of where I've been. I'm like, yeah. damn, this dude's pretty fucking funny. And at that time, at first, like prior to that, I would have considered him to be my enemy because he's from L.A. Mexican, L.A., he's been where I've been. So like, okay, <laughs> that's my number one enemy. He's a Sorenio. Yeah, I'm a Norteño. So it's yeah. like, you know what? But I was able to look like, past that. For but, so like on a, on a real, are you saying that you wouldn't like him because he was a Sereno, right? Yep, just because of that alone. Did you already, like, a part of you already, when you're watching, you're like, oh, I don't like this guy, but no. this guy's funny. No. No, you, you know just what? like this guy's For funny. For whatever reason, that, that, that door got open, like that wall got yeah. knocked on. For whatever reason, it happened. And I'm like, damn, like, you know what? I need to be embracing my people. Yeah. So... When I saw that, and then I saw that Edwin San Juan was coming to the improv... Yeah. Because he was on there. He was funny as shit. I bought tickets and I went. I'm like, this guy's funny. And then I seen that dude, George, was there. And at that time, before I was clean and sober, after the show, I went up to George. I'm like, hey, dude, I remember you from the, the comedy jam. It's my dog scratching himself, just in case people are wondering what those noises are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there's, some, there's some background noise. Yeah, here. It ain't nothing sure. funny going just on. Just to clarify, right? it's like... <laughs> that's not Valentine's Day. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Brent. So, I asked him, like, "Hey, dude, you want to smoke a blunt?" He goes, "I can't, but come back tomorrow, and we'll chill." I said, "All right, cool, sounds good, bro." But the smoke I got the next day wasn't that good. I'm like, I'm not going to embarrass myself not with these guys. So I ended up befriending him on Facebook. Come so to you, find did out, did you hang out with them? No, you no, just, I didn't hang out with them. That you just weekend. saw them, yeah. 
And then come to find out he was coming back March of that year. George was headlining at the improv. But you haven't met them yet. I had met I'd met George. I met Edwin that night. Oh, okay. Just like shook hands with Oh, just like during, when you're leaving the Yeah, because Butch was there. Butch Escobar. Did you know Butch yet? I already knew Butch somewhat from when he used to work at the caravan as a bouncer. Okay. And then Chris Storm was like hosting. Yeah. So it was like, it was a really good fun show. I was like, there was a lot of fucking energy. I was like, man, like this is some cool shit. So when I met George on Facebook, we'd befriended each other. He was like, I'm coming back in March. I'm like, right on. I go, I'll come out to the shore, support you, man. He's like, yeah, cool. And then I seen one of his posts. It was like, it says, your mom was like a piñata. The only way anybody's going to hit her. Is if they're blindfolded. <laughs> he goes, anybody wants some? I'm like, that's right up my alley. <laughs> so we're going back and forth. And who's this? George Perez. George Perez, okay. So he's actually, George is the whole reason why I got started in comedy. Okay. He did. Was he the one who gave you your first big break? Yes. Okay. So now we're going back and forth. And later on, he's like, I need a challenge. I go, I'll tell you what, bro. When you come to San Jose in March, we can do it standing on a corner, at a bar, at a park. In the bathroom, I don't give a shit. In the bathroom! <laughs> he goes, how about on stage? Uh, I'm like, all right, you ain't saying nothing. That's your that's, first time. Yeah. First time. San Jose first Improv. Time ever, yes. San Jose Improv was Yeah, I got to do the okay, improv. Okay, we have that in mean? common. And like, it was a trip because after he said that, I'm like, yeah, you ain't saying nothing, but let's fuck. But according to your mama, you can't even do that right. Uh, Bam, that said it. And we went and we did it. And that night that I got off stage after doing it with him, because he was the headliner, I got hooked. Yeah, and it was what? Did you do five minutes? I, I think we did about two or three minutes. Of two or three mamas. minutes. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That was my, I was nervous as fuck. I can only imagine. Did but you it was bring fun. people? Yeah. Did you bring people? I brought yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. My family came out, a few friends. That's you know, dope. your first time ever. Yeah. It wasn't an open mic. It was actually. And who else was on that, uh, on that show? Do you remember? It was. Um, on that show, it was George Perez was headlining, Butch Escobar featured. Same people. Chris Storen. No, it wasn't. Was it Chris? Yeah, Chris. And then remember uh, Ben, Benjamin, uh, the Filipino. Yeah. yeah. Ben Del Castillo was there. Wow. I this was your first week. time in March seven years ago. Yeah. That was the that was the start of Birdman, and then um, now, fast forward to Birdman 2018. The dogs are messing around. I, I wonder how this is going to sound later, but all right. Yeah, no, I mean she's cool. They're cool. They're they're freaking animals. That's all. All right. Um, 2018. Where are you going to be at next? This next Tuesday, I'm doing a show up in uh, Modesto. I guess it's the same day that they're doing voting and all that shit. I gotta drop off my ballot. Where's my. Oh, don't tell me my dog ate it. Oh, okay, it's right there. It's right in front of me. I gotta drop off my ballot. I voted. I'm doing the mail in ballots. But then I heard somewhere that the mail in ones don't really count. Yeah, we don't. Huh? We don't. None of our votes. See, a lot of people. No, don't no, understand. I mean, not for presidency. I'm talking about for propositions and stuff. Well, like you that. know what? They might, but for presidency, it's no, all it about the it's collegiate elect- votes. It's electoral. Yes, it's collegiate and electoral. You know what, man? Society is so fucking care. bent on some weird shit. If you, you know. I'll vote for the measures, though. That's I'll be honest with everybody. 
That's why I haven't paid taxes in 20 fucking years because I'm not going to support our government. they're going to get you. Let them, you know what? They can suck a dick. You know what? They can't. You know what I found out? As long as you owe owe child support, the IRS can't come after you. They want you to take me. They want you to make sure you're taking care of So that's not something to be proud about, Birdman. I'm not, but I'm (laughs) just saying. Just saying. So, so they I'm just saying, able, fuck our government. They so can they suck haven't a dick. been able to get you because because you pay child support. Mm-hmm. I pay forty a month. Forty dollars. Yeah. Forty dollars for zero. For one kid, hey, I, I was paying a thousand dollars a month, and every time I find out where he's at, so I can go get my visits, she move. She How moved. old is this kid now? He's twenty four now. Okay, so you're not paying child support anymore. <laughs> yeah, catching up on arrears. Arrears. But anyway, fuck that. I, who gives a shit? I'm not trying to fuck my dad. That's up. you know, no, you know, it's crazy because then if you think about it, let's say, because a kid turned 18, you're not supposed to, you know, right? If you're if you're paying consecutively, then 18 is it. <laughs> yeah. But there's a possibility you could pay for 36 years because you missed on 18 years. Well, you're because paying. see, some of the I'm not, you know. So you're paying for a 36 year old child. I'm just it, saying, like math. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because you know what happened though, too, and and I, this is something else I really want to get out there to anybody. Anybody that's going to be a father or you are a father, whatever hangups you have with the person you had that child with, you got to get up and look beyond that and be a father to your child. That's where I fucked up. You know, I'll admit that I got out in 92 and I thought by having a kid and all this, like, my life was going to change, right? Because people say that. Yeah. People and, say that. And the thing is, after when my son was born, I realized I was only making seven fifty an hour. So the amount of money I was bringing home wasn't even shit. Diapers, formulas, the rent, just basic necessities. So I started hustling again. So I was never really home. I was on the streets constantly slinging fucking weed, coke, whatever I had to do. Trying to make that money. And it wasn't so that I can buy fancy cars. It was just to feed my family. And that's how I justified it. But the reality of it was I could have just went and got a part-time job mm-hmm. and still be there for my family. I got raided. I got taken away. My son has seen me being handcuffed I don't know how many times. And, like, I can only imagine the images left in his head. Mm-hmm. And now that he's older, like, my dad chose that life over me. So I really can't blame him for not wanting to be around me. And that's the message I'm trying to get to people. Like, you got to consider who else is involved when you go out and do shit like this. Yeah, especially if you have kids. Because who's going to take the biggest loss? The kids. You know, I can do time. It ain't shit for me. But can I be a father? That's something different. That's, that's, That's a path I haven't walked down yet. Do you have uh so do you have a relationship with your son now? Nope. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen or talked to him in 14 years. Four, how old is he? He's 24 now. He'll be 25 in January. 25. Oh, so you did talk to him before. And when he was 10. That's the last time I saw him. That's why I tell people, man, you know, you got to think about uh, think about some of the things you do before you do them. Yeah. No, you I know what I mean? Like I went like the shit that sent me to prison. It still haunts me. It's still, it's still, I get questioned. I'm like, yeah, I've been in prison. So what? I paid my debt to society and here I am. And you know, in the last few years, like right after I started doing that stuff with George and them, I started seeing this dude, Felipe Esparza. 
And I read up on him. I'm like, wow, man, this dude's history. He's crazy. He like, no, but he was out there as far as like his addictions. I mean, I read up on him and how he came out of, and I'm not going to mention what it is because, you know, I don't really have the right to speak on another man other than the fact that I'm proud of the dude. And like where he's been and where he's at now, that's a prime example of whom you can be if you want to be. He came out of the drug world and he was deep in it. And now he's clean. He's doing what he's got to do. He's buying a house. You know, I've had the, I've had the uh, honor and pleasure of being going to his house and helping him work on it. You know, I I went to his wedding and I met a lot of good people. You know, I got lucky. I got to kick it with Ralphie May that day, you know, and, you know, may he rest in peace. I've met a lot of good people through Felipe. He's a very humble and good guy. And anybody that's, like I said, I don't know if she's going to put this up today, but tomorrow night he's performing over at the Warfield in San Francisco. I believe there's still tickets available. Yes. Come check them out. Check them out. Warfield, San Francisco. Uh, the date today is November 1st, so it would be November 2nd. Yes, ma'am. Hey, chill. Sorry, the but, zoo is going out of control at the Hilton right now. Hey. See, yeah, he's uh, he's come up. He's come up. Check out his podcast. Just check him out as whole. You know what I mean? Felipe Esparza, man. Like I said, comedy has changed me and my outlook on life. Um, I enjoy making people laugh. And yes, I'm a little edgy, people. I, I, I'll admit but I love it because to me, if comedy was meant to be politically correct, then it's not funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, see, like, look, people, I got, and I'm going to tell you guys something. I, I haven't done cocaine or drank alcohol. It's been almost eight months now. And I'm going <laughs> to tell you why I quit drinking and doing the coke. Because one night I went out and got fucked up, lit up, all coked out. I'm all drunk. And I wake up with a dick in my mouth. And I'm like, get fuck. Yeah. So I'm like, shit. So I lick it. I'm like, damn, that don't taste too bad. Oh, my God. And I'm like, hey, people, I just want you to know something, right? I'm not gay. I just like licking dick. Okay. There's a difference in being gay. Being gay is when you take it up the butt. Nothing going up this butt. I just like licking a little dick once in a while. Oh, my gosh. And this is now officially Birdman's Coming Out podcast. Don't be coming out. Thank you, guys. Uh, Birdman, thank you for being on the podcast. This is freaking amazing. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this ASAP. So we're going to hear this out live tonight. Not out live, but it's going to be posted tonight. Um, live at that moment, <laughs> but it's such an honor and pleasure, Birdman. Uh, I definitely have to have you back because there's still so many stories that we were talking about off uh, the podcast that we have to touch base on it. So um, again, where can they find out more about you? You Remember? can go to on on Facebook. It's Jaime Birdman Acosta, but I think I finally reached 5,000 friends. It took like eight years. And- Damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm but- not even close to that number yet. And then uh, on Instagram, it's the Birdman of SJ. All, all one all, all one. one. The Birdman yes, of SJ. And I think I have a Twitter account. I can't remember. You know what? That's what sucks about getting. See, that, like- See I can't. What about YouTube? Yeah, YouTube under Jaime Acosta. Jaime Acosta, just Jaime Acosta. And yes. a picture of you with your bird. Yes, ma'am. And for all you single women out there, I just want to let you know something right now. 
I eat pussy the same way I smoke cigarettes. And the same way he licks dick. Hey. Yep, all the way down to the butt. I don't give a shit. As long as there's something in the butt for me to suck out, oh some corn, maybe yeah. some M&Ms with peanuts. Oh, my gosh. And then that, you've heard it here first here on the Pretty Extreme Podcast. I'm PX. <laughs> Thank you, Birdman, our special guest. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We're going to tune in again next time. We'll see who our next guest is. Thank you guys for listening. Um, see you guys next time. Bye. See you. I mean, hear you. Hear us. Hear us next time. I know. My dogs are getting gross. Okay. Don't strip the light, dude. That big one won't shoot the fuck <laughs> And, and uh, real quick before we get off, that's a chow chow and a Yorkie that are just being vicious with each other. Marshmallow and Yogi the Yorkie. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a wonderful.